Eric Little and Chariots of Fire was one of those touchstones in my life. And just kind of always looking back with this inspiration of being able to run and for God's glory. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Today we're visiting with pastor and author Eric Eichinger. He's written an inspiring book called The Final Race. It's about the heroic life story of the 1920 Scottish Olympian Eric Little. He's the one who was featured in the film Chariots of Fire. Now, Pastor Eichinger, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what interests you in writing about uh, this uh, 1920s Scottish Olympian, Eric Little. Well, so I was uh, a wee young lad. I was probably about seven or eight, and it was 1981 when the movie Chariots of Fire came out. And that summer, my folks had just started to get the cable television. And as part of the promo package, they got HBO free for like three months, which happened to be that summer. And Chariots of Fire happened to be on and it was like on all summers. And it just absolutely fascinated me as a kid. And part of it was the simple, my name was Eric and his name was Eric. And he was a runner and I really liked running. I was I was fairly swift in uh-huh. my class and my schoolmates. And I was a Christian and he too was a Christian and making decisions. So I'd never quite seen that to such scale and, and breadth and uh, exquisite professionalism and, you know, a Chariots of Fire film and this massive movie anywhere before. And so it just was inspiring. And then, of course, you bring in the, the Vangelis music that everybody knows, Chariots of Fire music. So it's just in sight and sound and, and the compelling story. And it just captivated me as a kid. And so I always stuck with that. And I ended up becoming an excellent runner in my class. And then I went on to college and university at Michigan State, and I walked on and I earned a, a track scholarship there. And Eric Little and Chariots of Fire was one of those touchstones in my life, and just kind of always looking back with this inspiration of being able to run for God's glory. So uh, just a, a huge uh, part of my childhood that uh, I've been able to hold on to today. What a wonderful thing that is, that the Lord gave you that wonderful, beautiful example as you were going down the same path he went down. You know, my parallels with Eric Little became more than just my name and, and just running as well. So he was a missionary in China, and I ended up becoming a missionary in China, not because of him, but it was just kind of interesting how that worked out. Very. And he met his wife over in China, and I as well met my wife uh, in China and in our wow. missionary organization. And then he was ordained as a minister, and I've become ordained as a minister. And so a lot of those things kind of carried on. Now, in college, I was a theater major, and so I've, I was always very engrossed in film and story yes. and sharing stories through that medium. So when I was in seminary, finally I was putting all of these different things together and wanting to write and tell this story. Yes, now I understand that you wrote it along with Eva Marie Everson. So what brought you two together right. to tell this story? Long story short, I, I was doing some writing projects, and I ended up getting a literary agent. And she thought, you know what? I know Eva Marie Everson, my agent did. And she's like, I want to see if she's interested in working with you on this. She had been very influenced by Eric Little and her years before as well. And so she saw the project and was like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. 
And so uh, she really helped me with one of those early books that I was working on. Uh-huh. Now, is this book a sequel to the film Chariots of Fire? And by the way, we would encourage people to check out that film if you haven't seen it already. So is it actually a sequel to this about Eric Little's Olympic achievements? The original writing that I did was basically to write a screenplay about a sequel to Chariots of Fire. And that's kind of where I started crafting the whole story. And then um, my friend that was my lit agent, she was like, well, you need to put this in a book format. And so that was my first effort. And that's where she brought Eva along to help polish that and shepherd that project through. But what this book ended up being was we, we pitched it to um, a number of publishing houses, but Tyndall House really liked it. And they said, we, we like you, Eric, and we like the project. We like Eric Little. Could you make this a biography about Eric Little? Uh-huh. And so it was really essentially a completely different book than what I had originally written with a story and a sequel type of, you know, what happens oh. after Sherry the Fire. So this book, The Final Race, is really start to finish his whole life. But in Chariot to Fire, you really only get to see those few years in college where Eric is coming on and, and that big moment at the Olympics and how that plays out. And it's yes. so beautiful how he puts God first. But if you want to know everything about him that happens afterwards as well as a good amount before, this book, The Final Race, will, will definitely do the trick. Yes, truly an amazing story that is so well written. Mm -hmm. It gives a complete biography of Eric Little's life and character, from his early years growing up as a child, his glory years as an Olympic champ, to his calling as a missionary to China. Yes, so exciting and inspirational. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger in just a moment, so do stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelt with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby, dot com. There, all of our podcasts are posted, along with all of our contact information. You can also listen to us on a smart speaker if you have one, by simply saying, depending on which one you have, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. So now let's return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger and his writings about Eric Little. Now getting all this information together, um, how closely were you able to follow in his footsteps? Like did you have access to any first-hand acquaintances, surviving family members, or other people who knew him, either in Scotland or China? Or was your information mainly from gathered written research? I would say both. I was living in China at the time, and I knew that at the end of Chariots of Fire, there is that powerful statement that says, essentially, Eric Little died as a missionary in occupied China at the end of World War II, all of Scotland mourned. And I always thought, oh, that is such, you know, the, the better story. How did that happen? And what, you know, what was his life? And it was in 1945, so he wasn't that old. And so I knew generally where the city that he was in and where, where he died. So I took a trip by myself. It's sort of my little personal pilgrimage, if you will, to Weifang in the Shandong province. And I found some other missionaries. And there's this old school, which was the, the prison camp where he was. And so I got to 
go there and go into the old abandoned hospital that he actually died in. I, I wasn't supposed to go in there, but I kind of stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was condemned at the time, but I just kind of peeked my head in for a little bit. And then outside of it, there was a, a monument, and it's got a whole inscription with Eric Little. And on the back, there's the Isaiah 40 passage with running on wings as eagles. And so when I was taking the train back from that trip, I was thinking, you know what? I really want to tell this story. And so then I ended up getting to seminary, and they say to write what you know. And so having the running experience, the China experience, and ultimately I met my wife over there, and the missionary experience, and then I was getting the theology and studying that in the seminary like he did. So it was a wonderful way to put that all together. So then I had a lot of the actual walking in his footsteps in terms of my life. But then I had opportunities to go to uh, Scotland in the Eric Little Center. And there I met a couple of Eric's actual nieces. And they got to um, tell me a lot. And one, one of his nieces, Sue Kate, and she, she took me and my wife around uh, Edinburgh and showed me all of Eric's old haunts. So that was that was a really exciting. Wow. Uh, and yeah, it was that was a moment in time that I'll, I'll never forget. It was it was a real humbling experience. Uh, my wife and I enjoyed it. Sounds thrilling. And then, uh, yes. Oh, it, it really was. And then the Eric Little Center has it's just resource rich in terms of pictures and all sorts of books. And so I was able to glean a lot there. And then I met two of Eric's daughters, uh, Patricia and Heather. We, we flew to Toronto wow. in Canada and got to talk with them and interview them. And I've got that on film. And I've got to, then we get to go, you know, to go out to lunch with them. So just to, to pray and break bread with, with people that did the same with Eric Little was, you know, a real, real thrill as well. Yes, it sounds amazing. How did the family uh, welcome you in? Because uh, sometimes there are these um, glory hunters that are trying to make money and they are trying to come in to grab stories from, um, you know, families like this. Do they welcome you in and truly really support you and this work that uh, that you had to talk about their father? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Ever since the Chariots of Fire movie came out to the to the critical acclaim that it had, they've been slowly warming up to just that success and this Eric Little's second life of just taking you know taking a life of its own, if you will, in terms of how many people he's influenced and how many generations even after his death he's influenced. So there's other video documentaries and a wide variety of books out there already. And yeah, they have gotten hurt a few times, I think from some, like you said, glory hunters and, and whatnot. So they were very welcoming with the email correspondence and phone calls. And then uh, we went up there. And so a little cool at first in terms of just you know, trying to discern a vetting process of who I was. But yes. the uh, the kicker was, so Eric Little was, uh, you know, congregationalist pastor, and he had three daughters. And my wife, her father was a congregationalist minister, and, and he had three daughters, my, wow. my wife being one of them. So we really wow. connected on that, and my, my wife really helped break the ice, and then they really warmed up to us, and we had an understanding. So, oh, that's terrific. Uh, so that was, that was a, a wonderful experience. Is there any little story you could share with us that maybe something personal about Eric Little that, you know, those people who knew him so well shared with you? Well, I asked his eldest daughter, Patricia, some of those extra little nuggets and jewels of detail, and she, she told me one story where 
it was like a father-daughter race. She was pretty young, and so she, they were supposed to like do like a relay exchange of like some ribbon or or some cloth or something. And she ended up kind of running around with it and and not actually doing the race, but just kind of like playing you know tag or chase with her dad. <laughs> and and he kind of grabbed her and 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 spoke very sternly to her. Apparently, <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> now you know we always want to do our best, you know, in everything that we do. And so that was you know to hear that from her perspective. You know, and so just kind of like this little barking gesture of <laughs> of scolding, but at the same time, you know, it was it was really fun to hear it from her perspective and the memory of her father. He he wasn't always just extraordinary at everything, but he was he was extraordinary in the ordinary, and so that the mundane tasks of life, and he would just keep doing it with such detail and perfection that everything just kind of continued to to grow up from that foundation. So just a an interesting take on life. Yes, and I liked how it was said that Eric Little wasn't always just extraordinary at everything, but he was extraordinary in the ordinary. Yes, and learning to be content with where God has placed us. And we'll continue our talk with Pastor Eichinger and his inspiring story about Eric Little on our next podcast. So join us then, and also be sure to invite others to tune in. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Pastor Eichinger and the book, The Final Race, just go to his website at ericichinger.com. That's spelled E-R-I-C, Eric Eichinger, spelled E-I-C-H-I-N-G-E-R.com. That's ericichinger.com. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or on any of the others, like Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play, it's all free. Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear the current one once again, or invite others to listen, just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelt with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby, dot com. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.